When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Harry Shearer, and you are listening to TV Confidential, a radio show about television. Ged Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. Happy to welcome award-winning journalist and best-selling author Ray Richmond. If you follow the trade publications for the entertainment industry, you know Ray Richmond for his stellar work as a television critic, columnist, and reporter for The Hollywood Reporter, Daily Variety, Deadline, Hollywood, and several major newspapers. Ray has interviewed just about every major entertainment icon over the past half century, including Elizabeth Taylor, Lucille Ball, Shirley MacLaine, George Burns, Martin Scorsese, and Jimmy Kimmel. Ray's latest book is a coffee table type book that celebrates the life and career of Betty White with stunning, and I do mean stunning, photographs and loving tributes from stars, colleagues, and friends of Betty White, including Ed Asner, Gavin McLeod, Carol Burnett, Candace Bergen, and Ed Weinberger. We'll tell you the name of Ray's book and where you can find Ray's book in just a second. Ray Richmond, welcome to TV Confidential. Thanks so much, Ed. Uh, thank you for that for that wonderful introduction. The name of Ray's book is Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments in an Extraordinary Life, an extraordinary life that will mark 100 years in a few weeks. Betty White's uh, 100th birthday will be in January 2022. Um, there are several immediate takeaways for me from the book. First of all, when I say it's a coffee table book, that's a compliment. That's a compliment because even though there's a lot of great information about Betty, there's a lot of great anecdotes about Betty, to me the star, the stars of this book are the photographs. They are gorgeous. It's the type of book you want to prominently display at home or in your office. That's a, que- that's, that's, a that's a comment, not really a question, but I realize that. So. Oh, no, no. And, and, and in fact, I'll say thank you. Yes, it, it, I... Uh made sure that I, I understood that a lot of the text was around the photos, that a lot of times people really want great photos in their coffee table book. But I put extra care and research into the, the text as well and came up with a lot of things about Betty that I don't think people know, which is for considering her life has been such literally and figuratively an open book, surprised me that I was able to find so many things. This is going to sound stupid, but considering that Betty has been around as an entertainer for 80 years, and because many of us listening, many of our listeners, many of us likely first discovered Betty when she was, say, of a certain age, I don't always think of Betty White as a young woman. So the photos of her in your book, Ray, of Betty in her 20s, in her 30s, in her formative years. As I say, she is strikingly, she was beautiful. 
Oh, she was hot. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> major hottie and 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 because she's so um you know been so old now and you know and was one of the golden girls and and you know was middle-aged when she was on the, on the mary tower moore show uh, eons ago we we only think of her as as being you know kind of middle-aged and geriatric but she was a, she was pit up quality back in the day very much so very much so and you can see you know, when you, when, you, when you pick up a copy of Ray Richmond's book, Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments in an Extraordinary Life, you will know exactly what we're talking about. Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments, a visual salute to the first lady of television. That, as you can imagine from the title, chronicles 100 highlights from the acting life of Betty White, as well as the many passions that have defined Betty White like no other entertainment icon betty white 100 remarkable moments in an extraordinary life is available wherever books are sold through becker and meyer publishers as well as our friends at the quarto group uh, the official pub date is november 30th you can find betty white 100 remarkable moments in an extraordinary light also at amazon.com wherever books are sold betty white's 100th birthday will be in january 2022 here's another thing there's something i learned i don't remember seeing this anywhere else ray her nickname to her friends and colleagues is bets and you refer to betty white as bets several times in your book how long have you known her and when did you first meet her something interesting for you and this is the way things sometimes work in these internet times that we live i never met the woman and i had no discussions with her oh, wow. prior to this book i have never met her i simply did a book about her and a lot of this was very very hardcore research and i've interviewed many people who have been close to her including carol burnett including millicent martin who is her best friend mm -hmm including Ed Asner, including Candace Bergen, a lot of people that have worked with her. And um, so I only know of her much like much. So I'm pretty much in the same position as most of America and the world in only appreciating her for her talent and her personality and her greatness. I mean, and you know, Ed, when we talk about her being the first lady of television, Betty White, that's actually a literal as well as a figurative title. Very much so. In 1939, her face was the first one ever to grace a television screen when they did an experimental broadcast, experimental transmission from a Packard auto dealership in downtown Los Angeles on the sixth floor of a building down to the first floor of that building where she sang the Merry Widow operetta with the with the uh, student body president of Beverly Hills High where, that she had just graduated from. And two months later, uh, it was a successful transmission, by the way. Two months later, television made its formal debut for RCA and NBC at the New York World's Fair in April. So she literally the first face, the first person who ever to grace a television screen was Betty White. Not only that, but in many ways, Betty White went on to create, define many of the early forms of television that we now take for granted today. But this is one of, I mean, th this is something I, I myself have only come to appreciate about Betty White within the past 12 months. One of the people you talk to in your book 
is Darren Watico. Darren Watico is the producer of the uh, the Pet Set DVD release uh, uh-huh. that, that came yep. out early this year. And you know, we were what one of the reasons why we love Betty White so much is, and this goes back to her early, 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 early work on television with uh, Hollywood on television and later the early forms of the, of the Betty White show on NBC daytime television is that she just seems so genuine. Who you see on the screen is pretty much an extension of who she is as, as a person. And that really comes from the fact that one of the first things she is known for doing is creating basically the daytime talk show, which she did five and a half hours a day, six days a week on Hollywood on television. It's extraordinary, Ed. When, you know, starting in 1949, Hollywood on television, which was a local show, um, there were no national shows at that point, on a station that's now defunct called KLAC, which ended up becoming KCOP, Channel 13. Um, It started out with her doing a couple hours a day vamping with a co-host, you know, basically an extension of, of a radio show. And it ultimately became five and a half hours a day, six days a week, all vamping, no, nothing scripted, completely unscripted bits, not, not even any breaks for commercials because they, they didn't do actual commercials. She, she would simply take a box of laundry detergent and say, and you got to buy Tide. Here it is. Yeah, she, um, she did what was the equivalent of a live spot today, you know, where you're, 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 you're more or less riffing off whatever copy is given you like at a moment's notice. And could you imagine, if, I mean, if she had to go to the bathroom, she had to, you know, just throw it to her co-host and run to, rush to the bathroom. But for five and a half hours, there was the camera never stopped. It was all rolling constantly live. So, so the woman, you know, became um, expert at improvisation because uh, she had no choice. That was simply the way it was in the early days of TV. And it just gave me such incredible respect for her you know so when she went to host saturday night live in 2010 i believe it was she uh had already had all that experience from um from hollywood on television so there she is at age 88 and you're thinking this poor woman how's she going to continue how's she going to be able to pull this off but she pulled it off brilliantly because that was her whole life with live television for so many years yeah, it, this is going to sound like a cliche, but in Betty White's case, it's true. She has forgotten more than most people will ever learn in their lifetime. I mean, in, ter- in terms of skills and just ability to perform in front of a live camera and make it seem like you're totally natural. Well, and, and think about all the um, and think about all the, the game shows she's done. You know, she's the first lady of game shows as well. She's done like did like 78 different shows or permutations of shows, you know, password to tell the truth. What's my line? And that is very much improvisation um, when you're, when you're doing that stuff. Yeah, there was, there was, um, uh, she, she went on to host a couple of game shows of her own. But what I remember is towards the end of the ABC run of Password, in um, uh, like around 74, 75. Circumstances were such that Alan could not do the show that day, so Betty was tapped to fill in that day. And, of course, everyone knew that Betty and Alan were married, and Betty had been been a a contestant on the show enough times she knew the game, but, you know, it's 
there's one thing between being a contestant and actually running the show. And she's and because of the experience you know, we've been we've been talking about with Hollywood on television and hosting her own daytime show for all those years before, it, it seemed like she was doing it all her life. She was you know she was totally at ease. Oh, completely. I mean, that's the thing is the woman is unflappable and unruffled in every situation, and that's why she's also done every literally every genre of TV. And she's done, and, and she steps in and does it effortlessly, you know, seemingly uh, seamless. She did a, uh, all those game shows, sitcoms, soap operas. She did, you know, The Bold and the Beautiful for a couple of years. And stepping onto shows, established shows, is very tough because you have people that are territorial. Mm-hmm. You know, she stepped onto the Mary Tyler Moore show in season four. People forget that. She didn't start on the show as Sue Ann Niven. The more you study her, as a figure in television lore, the more impressive she gets, which is not true of most people, Ed. Most people, you you can see the flaws, you can see the warts. Not with Betty. I mean, she did, she was up to do everything. I mean, as David E. Kelly could tell you, the things that that woman, that he made that woman say on Fox and Legal and the practice, you know, will just, will, will, will curl your hair. Uh, you know, but she, it, she actually went on a... Um, uh, a roast, a Comedy Central roast of William Shatner, and said things that are that that make me blush. <laughs> she was saying this stuff in her nineties. Yeah, she had more. She had more of a career in her nineties than than ninety nine percent of actors have from the from their twenties through through their their older years. And that's part of what you. And that's what part of part of what you call the Betty White effect in your book. Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments in an Extraordinary Life, Ray, which is she was fearless. She is fearless. She's never afraid to try anything, and yet her naturally innate charm wins people over, whether she's being, whether she's playing a bitch like Sue Ann Nevins, whether she's playing a potty mouth octogenarian, or, or whether she's just being Betty White. Right, and, and you know, you know that something most people don't know is she originally tried out for the Golden Girls for the role of Blanche that went to Rue McClanahan because they just thought, well, that's Sue Ann Nibbins, basically reincarnated. But then they asked her, no, we want you to do Rose, you know, who was, of course, the, the naive waif who was dumber than the others um, and who had to basically, who was always a step slow. And um, she did that brilliantly from the first moment. She thought she couldn't do it, but there's nothing the woman can't do. Ray Richmond is the author of Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments in an Extraordinary Life, a chronicle of the 80-year performing career of the legendary star of the Mary Tyler Moore Show and the Golden Girls that also includes a tribute to her lifelong passion for animals, the various glass ceilings that Betty White broke as a performer and as a producer during the first decade of television as we know it as well as her legacy on such TV game shows as Password, What's My Line in the Match Game, and a whole lot more. Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments, packed with photographs, many of which I am certain the public has never seen before. It also includes a foreword by Gavin McLeod that includes McLeod's favorite episode of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, as well as uh, loving tributes from such friends and colleagues as Carol Burnett, Candace Bergen, and Ed Asner. Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments in an Extraordinary Life, available wherever books are sold through Becker and Meyer Publishers. 
as well as our friends at the Quarto Group. You can also find it Amazon.com, where books are sold online. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One of my favorite, I, I, was not, I was not aware of the backstory of this. One of my favorite parts of the book is reading about Alan Ludden's courtship of Betty White. That is ultimately a classic example of, of persistence paying off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the man, he was just, you know, today we would call it stalking. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the, man never, the man never stopped. He was just, you know, basically whenever she was at a party, she would turn around, there's Alan. Um, she would be sitting down to dinner, suddenly it would walk Alan. Um, and... You know, he was just like, I'm going to win you over, Betty White. And she's like, you keep trying there, Buster. Good for you. Uh, and he just wouldn't, you know, he met, the thing is, he met Betty two days after his wife, his first wife died of cancer, where Betty was a guest on Password. His wife was not even in the ground yet when he, when he met Betty. And, you know, so you have to believe that was the last thing he was thinking of was, was a new love and, and, a, new, and a fresh romance. But um, from that moment on, uh, she became Alan Ludden's passion and, and challenge. So, I mean, he would send her things. He finally sent her a bunny, a stuffed bunny with a ring, an engagement ring. She finally accepted his marriage proposal. But he actually walked around for four months prior to that with an engagement ring around his neck. And when people would ask, what's the ring around your neck? He's like, well, I'm just wearing this until Betty accepts it. It's like the woman really had no choice. She finally just had to say yes, and she will tell you. To, she will tell you today that was the only mistake of her life. The only mistake of her life was that she kept Ellen Ludden waiting for a year, and that was a year she could have she could have had the love of her life by her side instead of pursuing her. I was in the audience one day about ten or twelve years ago. Uh, there was uh, you probably know about this, Ray. We've talked about this before on our program, folks. There was an annual convention of game show personnel, game show aficionados in Los Angeles called the Game Show Congress. And once a year, uh, they would gather and they would honor a dignitary from the world of game shows, whether it was an on-air personality or a producer like a Bob Stewart or a Goodson Todman. The last such gathering took place the end of 2009. Alan Ludden was the honoree that day. Betty White, of course, accepted the award for Alan that day. And what I remember, Ray, is at one point she got very emotional and on the verge of tears when she started talking about him. And at one point she just looked up and it said, I miss my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. She, um, it was one of the great love stories of all time. And it went so against the odds. And we'll pick up that thread on the other side of the break. Ray Richmond is on the line with us. Ray Richmond, author of Betty White, 100 Remarkable Moments in an Extraordinary Life, a visual salute to the First Lady of Television that becomes available wherever books are sold beginning Tuesday, November 30th. Great holiday gift idea for the Betty White lover in your life or anyone you know 
who's a fan of television. We'll talk some more with Ray Richmond after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.